Kyle, thank you very much for returning to the podcast. Uh, we talked to you uh, about a month or so back um, about the, your the you know your building of a new corporate headquarters and the and and some of the trials and tribulations you were experiencing. And we wanted to check in with you today to see how the progress was coming along and if you're getting any closer to that move-in date. Uh, we we have made some really good progress in the. In the recent past um we we did get our our footing and foundation permits uh, right after the last podcast and got started on those on feb is actually february 1st we started digging footings and, and pouring foundations and things like that and then february 5th we got our building permit so we were all hyped up and ready to start rocking and rolling on this project and then of course you know mid-february that cold snap came through the most of the country and we were below 15 degrees for 10 days straight. And I think we had some lows around minus 14. So that really stopped, stopped the concrete pouring process and everything else. February 24th, we started framing for the uh, shop and the, the lean to storage buildings that took about a month. It was done March 30th. Concurrently with that ClearSpan showed up on March 3rd and started putting our salt, salt building in, I believe it was the well, it was, it was that day when the ClearSpan guys showed up. They were going through all the inventory, and they noticed some damage. The way the the, the cover material is shipped is they, they roll it up like a cinnamon roll mm -hmm. just for shipping, and then they use another layer of that same material to package it. Mm. Well, some, some people came in that the night before and were, were going through stuff, and they took a knife and cut into that roll to see what was inside of it. Well, when they did that, they cut through 15 layers of the of the cover. Oh, my gosh. Now, when you say some people, are you um, insinuating that these were maybe uh, trespassers or were these people who were part of the building process? No, they were trespassers. They they took some of the, you know, some of the metal, some of the steel from the material supply. And, you know, they were just opportunists. We, Clearspan had to ship a new 60-foot section of that roof, of that cover material, and that took a few days to get here, and there was no builder's risk insurance on their part, so it ended up costing about $12,500 to, to get a new one no made and shipped here. But that building was, it started on March 3rd, and it was done March 9th, so it went pretty quick, all things considered. One one thing that you know the whole country has been experiencing is an increase in construction costs. Fortunately, I prepaid and uh, locked in pricing back in May of 2020, so that just on my wood and metal buildings, it saved well over thirty thousand dollars. Oh wow! That was a, a benefit to being ahead of the construction surge. Mm -hmm. Today, uh, we're we're moving right along. We've got all of our power and water run underground. We still don't have electricity hooked up because the uh, local providers way behind on putting in transformers. We got asphalt on May 5th, got the overhead doors installed and we're operating out of there. But now that we're operating out of there, not being complete with electricity and a fence around the property, we've some other opportunists came in and tried to steal a truck and, you know, messed it all up. And just uh, a few days ago, came into the shop about seven and seven fifteen in the morning and someone had drilled a hole in a gas tank oh geez on a truck and so not only did they drill a hole in the tank and steal some gas they filled up their five gallon can and took off and all that gasoline ran down my brand new asphalt 
which up all the oil. Pretty much dissolves asphalt, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a solvent. So <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> now, um, are, are yeah. you are you inclined now to? I don't know. Pay somebody to stand guard overnight, or yourself stand guard overnight. Um, um, it sounds like you know there are a lot of these, uh, as you say, opportunists out there who are looking at your um, project and licking their chops. Before this gas tank got drilled out, I was looking at some some mobile construction site camera units. It's mm-hmm. basically a trailer with some batteries and solar panels, and then it's got a mast that goes up with about four cameras on it. So it doesn't, it, it's self-sustaining for power. And um, actually a company out of Ohio, I think is, is who, who we're getting it from. Mm-hmm. So that will at least record what goes on. Can't really stop them, but at least we can come after them. But mm-hmm. Now, can you make any insurance claims to recoup any of this damage or this is just more cost you're incurring? Uh, well, you know, the, the gas tank, it's not really worth making a claim for. Mm-hmm. We've already repaired it. The piece of the clear span cover, you know, as I said, that was about $12,500. So, yeah, we'll make an insurance claim on that. I'm just waiting on the local police department to give me a report. Mm. And have they given any indication that um, they're close to (laughs) making any arrests in this? Or is it just they kind of throw their hands up in the air and write the reports? Yeah, they actually the of the three incidents we've had where the police have to come out two times it's been the same officer and he's been very thorough he's fingerprinted and it's just they're so backlogged you know they they have a lot more important cases to chase as you're going through this process now and as the building is and construction is underway what sort of um maybe change orders have you done that were things that you didn't anticipate uh, you would need or want in the facility as you planned it, but as you got under construction, you thought, hey, maybe this is a good idea to upgrade blank for the future. Since the plans, the, the site plan for the buildings and the uh, the architectural design for the offices was started and submitted to the city, I, I partnered up with a, a friend of mine and we started a, a, a landscape maintenance company it launched on January 1st. Mm-hmm. So that really changed the dynamic of who's going to be there on a day-to-day basis. And we, we already have, you know, we did, we basically started operating in March and uh, we've already got 15 employees and, you know, five trucks and seven trailers. And so that, so we've had to make some changes in the office area and the parking and the storage. There's been a lot of changes. We, we installed a, a, a vehicle lift in the shop um that i wasn't going to do right away so yeah there's been a lot of a lot, a lot of changes along the way that's and and you change your mind as well you know you think you want the offices like this and then you actually build it and when they start framing you're like no i think i want this added mm-hmm. and you know just knickknack things like a tv in the conference room and a tv in the office and so there's there's several small just kind of cosmetic changes you know, um, labor has been a big topic, not only in our industry, but across the nation. Have you run into any building delays because the contractors who are doing the work don't have the, um, the necessary employees um, to, to actually execute? Very little. Most of the, since, since the construction process actually started, what 
what my my contractors have run into is just they're, they're slammed. They have so much work to do, and materials aren't showing up as fast as they should. As also, mm-hmm. um, I my the the guy doing the tenant finish for me, all the office area. He told me yesterday, you know, we need to go ahead and order paint because his his rep with the, the paint supplier said, hey, we're running we're running low on paint, so you better order now. Oh wow. Because it's going to take about sixty gallons of paint to do the offices, so uh-huh. you don't want to run short on that. Right, right, and that probably is directly. It's not that there's the paint's not out there; it's actually getting the paint to you uh, because there's not enough uh, drivers out there driving trucks. Um, Correct. Yeah. Some some of the we we had a, a little lumber scare for a while, and the the supplier said it's not that we. It's not that there's a shortage of lumber. There's a shortage of drivers to get it to us mm-hmm. and, and to get it to the customer. So there are a, a few times we've had to just take a trailer over to the distributor and pick some materials up. You know, last time we talked, um, uh, and it was we were focused on those initial phases, those pre-groundbreaking phases. And I had asked you what the most important lesson you learned at that phase. In this current phase, uh, breaking ground in the construction process, when you look back, I'm going to ask you the same question. What do you th- What has been, in this phase, the most important lesson you've learned along the way? Know what you're going to do and, and try not to change your mind. Every little change that you have to resubmit to the city, just it just bogs down the process. We're, we're still waiting for the MEP designed to be approved, which is the mechanical electrical plumbing. We submitted that several weeks ago and can't even get a return phone call or email from, from the city. So it's really just, if you can plan it, stick to it, do that. But I, it's, it's doubtful that that will happen. There's always some changes. Everything is slow. You know, like I said, the electricity isn't turned on yet because they, they haven't come to mount the transformer. It's it's an unfortunate time to be to be building. I, I can't think of a single item or process or area of construction that's not slowed down. Mm-hmm. Now, um, with that said, seriously, how do you keep it in check as the you know overseeing all this and being the business owner? And I, I, you, this would drive most people crazy. I think being a snow contractor really helps, you know, because there's a lot of patience. There's a lot of preparation. It, it does really go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm, I'm sure if, if I was a uh, in a different line of work, I'd, I wouldn't be used to that, having the, the, the patience and the pre-planning. So mm-hmm. it, it, it helps. I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm, I'm prepared for it. Yeah, being able to overcome um, problems as they come up and, uh, you know, being able to kind of turn on a dime when need be. The, all things that serve you well as a contractor also serve you well as a kind of the, the, the overseer of this project. Yes, yeah. Um, the uh, And, and you, you really have to anticipate problems, just just like in the, in the, the snow and ice management industry. You have to... If, if, there's there's a saying from the fire service that predictable is preventable. Mm-hmm. If you can predict something's going to happen, you can prevent it. And if, mm-hmm. if you just feel that there's going to be a problem with something, you you prepare for it. You know we're we're already preparing equipment, material supplies for for winter time. And as I I I've talked to some industry people and in in several industries, and they think it's going to get worse before it gets better as far mm-hmm. as supply and manufacturing and all those fields 